It's time for Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game is brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group, Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, ProSource, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Now, let's head to the stadium for all of the game action on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome out to Black Eagle Stadium, the site for tonight's high school football matchup between the defending AAA state champion Huntington Highlanders and the South Charleston Black Eagles. I'm Christian Palmer, welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, these two teams could not have had more different starts to the season. No, that's for sure. It's uh, you know a, a nightmare start, really, for the, the, the head coach here. Brand new guy at the range, Dustin Ressler, and he inherits a program and had Donnie May as a coach two years ago. He's at Hurricane now. Had Carly last year, strictly on an interim basis. They went one and nine. Huntington won the state championship. Then you come to this year, and they go to Morgantown and just get clobbered. 65 to nothing was the halftime score. So, you know, and Morgantown took a knee throughout the second half. So it, it was a really tough start. They've only got four seniors in that starting lineup, offensive defense, and, and a bunch of freshmen. So it's a rebuilding for sure. I mean, we talked to Coach Wrestler up here a little bit uh, when he was up here before the game, and he said, hey, you know, we got a good class of juniors, a pretty good class of freshmen. We're trying to find a few more sophomores. But he goes, we think they're going to learn something this year about how we want them to play, and then we'll figure out how to get them to play better. Right. I was just about to say, well, that could be, you know, something that is a bit of a downfall to the team this year. So many young guys that should build a better team for the years to come. Oh, no doubt. I mean, and, and it's tough on the kids because losing is so tough. Got to go out there and practice every day, you know, and, and it's been a good series. I mean, this goes back to 1996 where they played in Huntington for the first time, uh, and Huntington won that game. Huntington won most of the early games, and then you hit a stretch between 2006 and about 2010 that South Charleston dominated home and away, and now it's kind of gone the other way. Huntington's won the uh, last game last year, 54-7 in Huntington. They've won the last two games here in South Charleston. It's really odd because they're six and five here in South Charleston, eight and six in Huntington. So, you know, it's funny when a team has the same record home and away, but uh, 14 to 11 the all-time series. But Huntington has won six of the last seven. So, these kids have got to get a, a winning feeling back, and uh, you know meeting the defending state champs who hammered Spring Valley last week, 42-7. It's going to be a tough night again tonight, I think, for South Charleston. Yeah, could imagine the same as well, Woody. That is certainly how it looks on paper. And you mentioned the 54-7 to loss to Huntington last year from South Charleston. Really, there was nothing that Huntington could do wrong in that game offensively and defensively. And that was similar to week one this week for the Highlanders. No or doubt about it. Week one this year, I should say so. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I, I think Huntington's going to get better. Everybody improves from the first game to the second game. problem was last week for South Charleston, they couldn't get anything going. Their best drive started at like about the 27-yard line. I mean, it was really, really tough. They did things like they faked a punt, didn't get it. They only picked up one first down on the drive late in the quarter. 
that moved them all the way out to about the 38-yard line. One first down, and then they played eight-minute quarters with a running clock in the second half, and nobody scored then. So it, I, I don't know that South Charleston's coach has really got a read yet, and, and he's still got a tough schedule to go. I mean, he, he's got uh, coming in next, he's going to see Parkersburg, then he goes to Midland, goes to GW, and he's at Spring Valley, and honestly, I don't see a game there that they will be favored in or expected to win. After that, maybe down the stretch, Riverside is down. St. Albans on the road, they're down. But then you finish with Hurricane and Capital. So, uh, really going to get battle tested yeah. early on in the year. Absolutely. It's just a really tough place to be in for them right now. Let's talk a little bit more about the Huntington Highlanders. Of course, the 42-7 to point win in week one over Spring Valley, getting revenge from the Highlanders' lone loss of last season. And Spring Valley in a rebuilding year, yes, but Huntington with a dominant performance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just couldn't play much better than they did last week. And, and that was, you know, right off the bat. They block a punt, return it for a touchdown. Great play by uh, Christus to get the block, and then for Walt Williams to pick it up and run it in. When the offense got on the field, Spring Valley had been stopped twice, and it's 7 and nothing. The offense felt pretty good about themselves, I think, going in. They played well, and they there were a few missteps early, but that's the way first games are. Crawford was a little bit of happy feet, but he got better as he got settled in, and I think he'll make a jump this week from last week. I'm looking for him. I don't know that the running backs could do much better except – pile up more yards because uh eight carries for 60 yards it's almost eight yards to carry for Zah jackson and he also had a uh you know caught the ball once out of the backfield theedrick james six rushes for 107 yards 18 yards of carry and billy told me what was happening they tried to run what they call the eight nine get the ball outside on pitches it wasn't there because spring valley decided we're not going to let them run around the ends so they came out a 3-3 stack, and they really came up hard out of the secondary to stop those wide pitches. So what did they do? They went inside. Linemen love that. They get down oh, yeah. and block. And Robbie Martin told me he believed he had seven pancakes <laughs> last week. And they did. They kind of mauled Spring Valley inside. And that's where not only DeAndre Graves, who's a big back to begin with, he's 220 pounds, but Zod Jackson, who's not that big, but runs really strong. They just ran inside the rest of the game, and, man, they made some nice plays. The guy to keep your eye on tonight, I think, as usual, is Wayne Harris because he and Jamari Tubbs are back South Charleston for the first time and the last time they'll ever play here. They played. Harris played two years here. Tubbs won. Family got a better job in Huntington. They, they show up for the Highlanders. And tonight is also Wayne Harris' 18th birthday. I mean, could you have scripted it any better, you know, playing against some of his old friends? It's his birthday. What a great birthday present would it be to get a win, of course, but maybe score a few touchdowns as well, like last week. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for this team to really come out strong in this game and get after it. I, I think they're going to try to improve themselves, and hopefully in the second half they can get some freshman sophomore in there and get them some work so they can keep this thing going. And, you know, you, you mentioned both of them, Woody, both Zaw Jackson and Wayne Harris. And a lot of teams would love to have 
just one guy that they know they can go to. It's third and long or third and goal. They they need a touchdown. They need a big play. But this team has two of them. Well, really more than two, but two absolute great ones in Zaw Jackson and Wayne Harris. Right. Both teams getting ready to go out on the field. Huntington already on its sideline wearing its away white uniforms waiting for the Black Eagles to join them on the field. Got our captains out there right now for the Huntington High team. Number one, Khalif Ty, the Wiz, really playing well at strong safety. You got number four, Cam uh, Beasy, who led the team, or excuse me, Cam Beasy, who led the team in tackles last week, senior linebacker. Got number six, is out there as well, Wayne Harris. You'd expect him to be there. And then finally, number 22, Walt Williams, who scored on that block punt return for a touchdown. I mean, those guys have been there, done that, and they're going to come out here and meet some captains who probably are the four seniors, I would guess, that they have in the lineup. Yeah, I would not doubt that at all. That that would certainly be earned. The four seniors that have uh, stuck it out through a couple of tough seasons and still with the South Charleston team. Of course, South Charleston, one and nine, last season and a tough start to this year but hoping that they can have some better things happen in tonight's game well that's it that's what you got to work on it's just like billy said i'm not gonna worry about the other team i'm gonna worry about what we're doing and south charleston can do that i mean even if they get beat 65 to zero again if they look better maybe running the ball or they look a little better throwing the ball or their special teams step up and it is very special because they have a female kicker. First time in South Charleston history that they've had anybody. And number 13, Isabella Izzy Marino. She's hoping to get a chance to kick an extra point or a field goal try and see if she can't be the first female in South Charleston history to score a point. And she is actually one of the team's captains tonight. We've got Izzy Marino. We also have Jacob Wilson, the starting quarterback. Elijah Pendleton and Aiden Seagraves. Those four making their way to midfield now to meet Huntington's four captains as the rest of the Black Eagles squad runs out onto the field. South Charleston wearing its home black uniforms with orange numbers. Certainly going to be easy for us tonight to identify those yes. numbers. Yeah, Woody. that's for sure. And, and it's, uh, it's cooled down some here. It was really hot when the sun was up. And you get some heat off the turf, but you know, the sun's almost down now, and it's starting to cool down a bit. So hopefully we see a really nice night for these players. And, you know, they do such a – Jay Ross and the, the staff, uh, the trainers, they do a great job of, of keeping these kids hydrated at Huntington. I think we only had one guy that needed stretched out last week. Yeah, and you'll see that a lot early on in the season, yep. dealing with cramps, uh, with – the extreme hot weather, especially last week. South Charleston wanted to flip, and they deferred. I think Huntington would have probably done the same thing, but that means Huntington's going to get the ball first. And Huntington looking to follow up a great performance on offense from last week. 42 total points, of course, the scoop and score after the block punt. But really with, you know, uh, quarterback starting for the first time, Woody, he did a solid job, you know, eased into the game, but facilitated to the ball to his playmakers and really that's that's what he needs to do with this team has so many playmakers to use just get the ball to them yeah absolutely and i i know huntington's offense is extremely excited about getting the ball first i mean yeah it's nice if the defense goes get you seven 
but these guys want to get on the field and see if they can't improve over last week's performance. The Huntington Highlanders return team out onto the field now. Zah Jackson and Wayne Harris going deep. Either one, either two of those guys could break it in a heartbeat. They also got uh, back there, we got uh, Sheffield. Number nine is one of the up guys in the middle. And on the far side, Malik McNeely. And it looks like Zah Jackson is the furthest back he had. One yep. kick return last week for 43 yards. A great yep. return at that. Could certainly yep. use that to start this game. Huntington doesn't have an offensive lineman out there. I mean, these are all running backs, tight ends, and and they are guys that can run. So they're hoping they can run out front of one of the fastest guys on the whole team, and Zah Jackson. And a big cheer for Izzy Marino, as her name was just read over the PA system. She is about to do the honors of booting the opening kickoff down the field. There's really a good chance, though, that this ball could go to, like, even the up guys on the front line. A kick down the field, scooped up by Harris at the 30-yard line. Runs to the far side of the field, picks up some blocking. He's at the 50. Has a few more blockers. And open grass all the way to the end zone. And opening kickoff return to the end zone, 70 yards to the house. Wayne Harris, happy birthday. <laughs> In your final game at South Charleston, he opens things up with a kickoff return. No flags on the play. Great blocking downfield. Zah Jackson out in front of him had to go catch up as he cut across the field, caught it on our side, went to the far side on the Huntington sideline. And the Highlanders had a fantastic start last week, but starting even quicker this week, scored a touchdown four plays into the game last week, but all Huntington needed was the opening kickoff to reach the end zone tonight. Aye, aye on for the PAT. The kick is up. It's and good. It, it is good. So just 11 seconds into the game, Huntington grabs the initial lead. It's 7 to 0. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Marshall's Thundering Herd Football on Saturdays. Huntington Highlanders Football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Black Eagle Stadium where Trey Hayes has returned a kick and he's fumbled. Huntington grabs the ball on the 10-yard line and my goodness, a nightmare start for the Black Eagles. Landon Miller coming up with the ball, number 20, pulls it down and what a nice play. I didn't see who calls the fumble, but uh, Huntington at the 10, ready to score again here in this game. We said it, it could get ugly, and a score here might well be <laughs> for sure. So the Huntington offense out onto the field for the first time of the game. And 
with a lead already. I believe that's uh, the second straight week, the yeah. case for the Huntington offense, with a score before they've hit the field. The Highlanders line up in shotgun formation. Crawford takes the snap, looks to pass, looking for the end zone. It's a touchdown. Malik McNeely with the score. Ten-yard reception. That's Malik McNeely. His first catch of the year, didn't get one last week, but a nice touchdown there. Good throw, nice read by Crawford. He was wide open. They practiced that play a lot yesterday, and it sure paid off there. Yeah, McNeely, an excellent target. Six-foot-three frame senior. And now I.I. on for the PAT. His kick is good. 24 seconds into the game, Huntington up two scores. We'll keep it here for a moment as, as we just went to break, and... You know, you, you said it a second ago, Woody. We, we thought it could get ugly, and South Charleston was losing by 30 points at the end of the first quarter last week, and we are certainly on pace to be near that total again. I mean, you know, the kickoff return took 11 seconds. The clock's on 12, 11.49, Harris is in the end zone. They get the ball back after the kickoff return, and at the 10, it's a one play, 10 yards, Four seconds to score. Hmm. We are setting at 11:36. Only 24 seconds have ticked off the clock, and it's 14 nothing Huntington. Special teams unit out onto the field now. II placing the ball on the tee, getting ready to boot it down the field. II, the senior with a very strong leg. Swings the right foot through down the field. And Hayes chasing the ball down again. He lets it bounce into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback. That was almost trouble. It took a kick back after the initial touch to the end line, or that could have been a recovered, or Hayes would have been smothered inside the five. Yeah, almost sat right there on the one-yard line. The Black Eagles offense out onto the field. They'll start this possession on their own 20-yard line. 11 minutes and 36 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 14-0. to zero. Senior quarterback Jacob Wilson leading the Black Eagles offense. Takes a snap, hands the ball off. It is Jaden Green with the ball running to the near side of the field. Fights forward for a couple of yards, picks up two on the play, make it second and eight. Nice job by Harris there at the corner. Had to fight off a blocker. Got low as he and Zah Jackson do on most of their tackles and able to chop down. They they have a pair of big backs back there. Jaden Green is a junior, 5'11", 230. And then you got uh, Nolan Baskin, 5'11", 220. So some strong backs. Actually give Green three yards on first down, make it second and seven. Shotgun formation for the Black Eagles. Wilson takes the snap. Another handoff to Green. He is quickly swallowed up by the Highlander defense. Able to pick up another short gain, though. Gets three yards. Be third and four. Bottom of the pile, Marshall Christus. Last week he had uh, two uh, tackles. Had the quarterback pressure in the game. So third and four now for the Black Eagles. Really need to move the chains here. What do you mention in the pregame? They struggled in the battle of field position last week. Wilson sends a man in motion, takes the snap, 
Rolls nice. to his right, immediate pressure, and he is swallowed up in the backfield. 22 and 8, just Walt Williams, and uh, also back there very quickly was Markel Jones. And you had number 50 in the backfield as well. I'll tell you what, he, Caillou Jackson looks like he's 100% ready to go. Uh, had that wonky knee that got fell, fell on in the Ashland game, but he looks like he's back to almost full speed. Ball is back all the way to the 21, fourth and nine. Yeah, almost back to the original line of scrimmage. The punting unit out onto the field for the Black Eagles. Trey Hayes back to punt. Takes a chest high snap pressure on him. Gets the kickoff, but it's not going very far. Ball bounces around the 35-yard line. And it takes a Huntington roll even. Huntington will start this possession on the Black Eagles' 33-yard line. They just missed the block there. So first and 10 for the Highlanders. And what we mentioned, you know, a lot of players returning from last season's team, but a new starter at quarterback, and you really could use a game like this to help build up confidence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Uh... I just, I, I, I got to think they're swimming a little bit on the sideline right now. We're only three minutes in, and Huntington has the ball inside their territory. Crawford is able to find oh. Harris, who leaps over a defender, shrugs off another. Still going forward, and he is somehow in the end zone. Oh. No, they're going to mark him just shy. Oh, pushed out at the one-yard line, 32-yard gain. Wow. <laughs> What an individual effort on that play. Oh, yeah. I mean, he tore through the uh, attempt of a tackle by zero, uh, the, the corner Trey Hayes, and just ripped through that one, jumped over another player, and I thought he had the end zone, and they marked him at the one. So first and goal for the Highlanders. A couple of substitutions made, some big bodies coming into the game. The Edric Graves, who had an excellent performance last week, over 100 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. He's in the ball game now behind Crawford. Somebody moved early. I don't know. I think it was South Charleston moved and maybe induced Huntington to jump, but depends on which way the refs fell. And the Highlanders are backing up, and yes, the five-yard penalty is on Huntington High, so that'll make it first and goal. Ball now on the six-yard line. That's the freshman, Aaron McPherson. You know, that's a, or a sophomore now, but uh, that's a sophomore mistake. Any second start. Huntington's offense breaks the huddle. Another shotgun formation. Graves still in the game, standing to Crawford's left. And he gets a handoff, running to his right, and... He is in the end zone. Another score for the Highlanders. 20 to nothing, not even three minutes into the game. That was wide open. He hardly was touched all the way to the end zone. Graves, uh, nice run, nice sweep to the right side. Good blocking by the offensive line. Aye, aye. On for the PAT. We are still not three minutes into this game. <laughs> Two minutes and 58 seconds in. Huntington already with three touchdowns. The PAT from II is up, and it is good. Actually, the kick landing all the way on the track, all <laughs> kinds of leg from the senior II. 
Just about three minutes into the game, Huntington leads by three touchdowns. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. And whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out to Black Eagle Stadium where the Huntington Highlanders lead 21-0 with 8 minutes and 54 seconds left in the opening quarter. Trey Hayes with another kick return, this time brought down at the 16-yard line. And that is where the Black Eagles offense will set up shop. Backed up a little bit there at the 16-yard line. Great tackle by Landon Miller on special teams. He always makes a ton of special teams tackles. First and 10 for the Black Eagles. Shotgun formation. Two receivers to the near side of the field. One to the far side. Wilson takes the snap. Rolls to his right. It's a short pass. And it is intercepted off the deflection. Khalif Ty with the pick. Went right through the hands of one as he was hit by the Wiz. Jarred the ball loose. The only thing he didn't do perfect was he, he foot came down out of bounds after he established that he caught the ball. And this is just unbelievable. Just uh, play after play. Not just going Huntington's way, but, you know, in, in the most extreme scenarios going Huntington's way. Uh, touchdown right away on the kickoff. A couple of quick turnovers. And Huntington now back in the red zone up by three scores. Yeah, I mean, basically, he caught the ball and, and was looking upfield, but Wizards hit, jarred it loose, and he caught it kind of on the back hip, stepped out at the 13, and, uh, wow, Huntington down, ready to score again. Highlander offense getting set at the line of scrimmage. Trips receiver set to the far side of the field. Zod Jackson back in the game at running back. He receives a pitch. Runs to the far side of the field, has some great blocking, and he's not touched. Into the end zone, Huntington leads 27-0. What a what a great blocking. Malik McNeely knocked the safety clear off his feet in the end zone, and uh, Wyatt Atkins was leading, but nobody put a hand again on the running back running to the right side. And that is Zaw's first touchdown of the season. He's been such an excellent back for the Highlanders in his career and continuing to do so this season. I.I.'s extra point is up, and it is good. He is four for four early on. Huntington leads 28-0. Eight minutes and 36 seconds left in the first quarter. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Eight minutes and 36 seconds remain in the first quarter of play of this high school football matchup between the South Charleston Black Eagles and the Huntington Highlanders. Johnny I.I. with a kickoff down the field and Woody Really, the first thing that Huntington has done wrong today, I.I., with a kickoff that lands out of bounds. It's also the best field position for this team in two weeks. They they did not start a drive outside of their own 25 uh, last week, so uh, they're at the 35 thanks to the out-of-bounds kickoff. First and 10 for the Black Eagles. Wilson takes the snap, hands the ball off. It's Green with the ball, and a nice run by Green, able to get the first down and more brought down just shy of midfield. Well, I'll tell you what, it's good to see the fans react because that was a nice hole opened up there and uh, tough, tough running by 22. Jaden Green all the way to midfield, giving 15. And the nose of the football just about to touch the 50. A couple of Black Eagles appear to be going over things in the backfield, making sure they have the right call for this first and 10. Wilson takes the snap. It's another handoff to Green. This time he's swallowed up immediately. Brought down for a loss by just about half the Highlanders' defense. Yeah, first guy there, number 21, Marshall Christus, the defensive end, the senior. It'll be a loss of two. That brings up second and 12. And Woody, we've... uh, been discussing in the breaks, but my goodness, the amount of time it's taken the Highlanders on these scoring drives. Four seconds, 21 seconds, and seven seconds. Hey, I've never seen anything like that. I know we've got Jimmy Morgan, our statistician. He's going through the book right now trying to find out when Huntington has ever scored this many points so fast. Oh, Jimmy's going to earn his money tonight. Second and 12, Wilson takes the snap, looks to the near side of the field. No one home. Pass lands out of bounds. Uh, closest receiver, Aiden Seagraves. Yeah, nobody really. Somebody was supposed to run an out with the quarterback felt, and I don't know if he got caught up maybe in the traffic inside, but uh, nobody there just goes awry. So third and 12. Seven minutes and 24 seconds left in our opening quarter. Third and 12 for the Black Eagles. Looking to build off the momentum from that great play to start this drive. Snap back to Wilson, rolls to his left, pressure on him and gets rid of the ball, but it lands incomplete on the far side of the field. That brings up fourth down. That time quarterback uh, on the blitz was Wayne Hayes and he is having a heck of a birthday tonight. Uh, He nearly took down the quarterback, caused him to throw before the receiver could get to the spot he was throwing to. And now he jogs back to return this punt. Punting unit out onto the field for the Black Eagles. Trey Hayes, the punter. Standing just behind the 35-yard line. Not much reaction there when they announced Wayne Hayes was back for the punt from this crowd. And somebody wants timeout. I believe the Black Eagles requested the timeout. Hayes was back to punt and was visibly showing some frustration, some miscommunication on the punting team. And, you know, you've got only four seniors. I was just about to say. I mean, you've got only four seniors, and honest to goodness, if you get the wrong personnel out there, 
it's freshmen, yep. you know, and sophomores and maybe some juniors that didn't play that much last year. Right. So you never know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's tough. And, and we co- we talked to uh, Coach Resler before the game, and he said, you know, he's hopeful for the future. But opening up with Morgantown and Huntington, and then next week it's Parkersburg, who was pretty impressive in their opening game. Midland, very impressive in their opening game. And NGW, who's mad about losing to Midland. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a it's, murderer's row to start yeah, the season. Yeah, the MSAC is 10 teams, and none of them are easy. But the Canal Valley is definitely in a struggle right now. All of the schools, Riverside, GW, uh, Capital, South Charleston, and St. Albans. Both teams back out onto the field. Harris back to the return, standing on his own 25-yard line. Not sure if the Black Eagles may be going with a hard count there. The snap finally back. It's low. Hayes scoops it up off the turf. Boots the ball down the field. Harris catches it about the 22-yard line. Makes one man miss. Changes direction. Going to the far side of the field. Picking up some blockers. Uh Nearing midfield. Has another blocker. And just one man to beat. A second return for a touchdown for Wayne Harris. A kick return and a punt return to the house. 79 yards. Back up the field here. Uh, Markel Jones got hooked up with number 23 for the Black Eagles, Bradley Sigmund. And they were having a little dance back at about the 35-yard line. The official did a great job. He got in between them, pushed them apart, escorted Jones to the Huntington sidelines. So they handled it well. Happy birthday again. (laughs) Wayne Harris, he is Mr. Excitement. From the 22, 78-yard touchdown. Just a tremendous playmaker in the open field. Somebody was on him pretty much right as he caught the ball, but a great juke move and a great job by the blockers as well. I'm telling you, I know he's he's, right now he's committed to Kent State. If schools are not looking at this guy for at least return guy, then they are crazy because he's got talent and heart. That's the one you can't measure. I.I.'s extra point is up, and it is good. 35 to nothing in favor of the Highlanders. We'll keep it here just a minute or so until we'll get the next kickoff. And they've been quick tonight, so we'll, we'll keep it here for just a moment. And you mentioned Woody Harris. It's his return. It's his birthday. And just about everything going his way and everything going Huntington's way, 35 to nothing already. Yeah, and, you know, I don't think the 35-point thing kicks into the second half. I don't believe so. But the coaches are at liberty to do what they did last week at Morgantown, which was to agree to go to eight-minute quarters with running clocks. And we might see that again. Nobody wants to see this team beat up like this. I mean, no. You know, Billy Seal's not that kind of coach. And right now, I mean, Wayne Harris has made unbelievable plays in the return game, as he does so often. That's I, I, I can't believe Marshall, West Virginia, Kentucky, Moorhead, Ohio State, Mike schools. I mean, I know he's he's talking to Kent State and he thinks he's committed there. You'll hear at halftime. I.I.'s kick down the field is scooped up inside the 10-yard line and decent blocking for the Black Balls, but a fumble. Huntington able to strip the ball out. The ball loose at the 42-yard line. Huntington signaling it has the ball. 
waiting for the official word. Not and sure. the officials agree, Highlander football. I think. 14 uh, calls it, 21 recovered. And, and I was just about to say, I thought 14, Tavion Chandler had forced the fumble with the special team tackle, but 21, and that's Marshall Christus, recovered it. And it was number 11 back for Sal Charleston on the return, but we do not have an 11 on our roster. <laughs> First and 10 for the Highlanders. Crawford takes a shotgun snap, looking down the field, floats one down the field. He connects with Tubbs. Welcome back home to another Highlander. Jamari Tubbs in the end zone, 43-yard touchdown. i tell you what. I mean, this is like playing in the backyard under the streetlight. You know, and, and your team's great and their team not too good. Yeah, our, our uh, statistician Jimmy Morgan just, <laughs> just making the motion. This is like a video game. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I've seen this on Madden before, but not too many other places. This many yeah, points. This is like having Bo Jackson back in the day on the Coleco game yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> where nobody could tackle Bo. Right. The senior kicker, I.I. on for the PAT. The snap is good. The kick is up, and it is good. With six and a half minutes left in the first quarter, Huntington leads 42 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Black Eagle Stadium. Round the return for South Charleston. Gets the ball out to the 24-yard line. We we just identified the masked man number 11. <laughs> and you said it, it was Gabe Brown, correct, Woody? Yeah. Yeah. We had to ask the PA guy. And Huntington with a record start to this game. Still six and a half minutes left in the quarter, and this is the highest scoring quarter in Highlanders football history. South Charleston's offense back out onto the field. First and 10, ball on the 25-yard line. Wilson takes the snap, hands the ball off to Green, who runs hard up the middle. He's able to pick up six yards. Make it second and four. And Greens, he's run very yes. hard to start this game, Woody. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's tripped up by Wiz, number uh, one, Khalif Ty, and then uh, finished off downfield by Landon Miller. But, yeah, he runs hard. I mean, he's, he's an impressive back. Six-yard game. Second and four for the Black Eagles. Six minutes to go in the first quarter. Huntington leads 42-0. to zero. Shotgun formation for the Black Eagles. One receiver to the near side, two to the far side, but it's another handoff to Green. He fights forward, gets close to the first down marker, but he's going to be a yard short, three-yard gain. Tackle by Landon Miller once again with some help by the nickel for Huntington this year, junior Marcus Dean. 
Didn't play last year, I don't believe, but uh, he's doing a good job. The 5'10", 170-pound junior, that 5'10", might be like listing me at 5'10". <laughs> it's along that line. Yeah. Maybe gave him an inch or two. Third and one. Green still in it running back to Wilson's left. But the offense going to be backed up a few yards as Aiden Seagraves was a little quick to start the play. False start on the offense. Yeah, I mean, he, he they're trying to draw Huntington offside so they can pick up the first down. And number five just couldn't hold his water there. Aiden Seagraves jumped and immediately throws him back now to the 29 where it's, you know, they need six yards. Third and six. Just over five minutes left in the first quarter. Similar shotgun formation for the Black Eagles. And this play blown dead as well. A timeout has been requested by the Highlanders. Well, Billy, Billy Seals is not going to let his team do things unprofessionally. You know, it's not that it's 42 to nothing. He, If you're not lined up right, if they don't have the right personnel in there, I guarantee you he's over reading the Mariah Act right now. He doesn't care what the score is. He holds he's, them accountable. He's not, he's not looking to run it up, but it's only the second game of the year. There's still some things Huntington has to work out. And, of course, they know they've got two weeks before their next game. So you certainly want to get in the right formation, run the right play yep. for a third down and, you know, about six to go. Yeah, certainly do not want to get any bad habits started as a team. So, you know, treat the game like it's all tied up, even though you already have a huge lead. 42 to nothing if you are just now joining us. Hey, and we want to thank the folks here at South Charleston thought enough of us include us on their National Federation of High School uh, broadcast tonight. So, yeah, really appreciate those guys. Nobody in the Call Valley has a radio package. WCHS does a game of the week, so you're just kind of their mercy. Right. And they also do Putnam County, and Hurricane's pretty good down there. So will Winfield be in the double-A. So you never know who they're going to. Both teams back out onto the field. Third and six for the Black Eagles. Two receivers to the near side of the field for the senior quarterback, Jacob Wilson. But it's going to be another handoff. Green gets the carry, running to his right. Picks up three yards, but it's going to bring up another fourth down. Well, you know, he's running hard, doing a pretty good job here. That's six carries for 33 yards for Green. But unfortunately, they haven't had but one, uh, one first down in the entire contest. So that brings up fourth and three for the Black Eagles. Offense stays on the field. They'll be going for it. And I don't blame him. The coaches, wrestlers working here on his team. It's not, what does it matter about the score now? It's 42 nothing. Yep. So he's working on his place. Wilson trying to draw the defense offsides. Takes the snap, hands it off to Green, who is hit immediately. Dropped in the backfield, turnover on downs. 22, or 20, excuse me, Landon Miller, who had almost every tackle in this Yeah, he's series. all over the place. And he got help from the guy that made the last tackle, number 70 for the Highlanders in there. That's Max Boren, who is a freshman who's going to the offensive defensive line. 6'3", 230. He can fill out still a bit, too, just a sophomore. 
So Huntington gets the stop with four and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Offense looking for more. It's hard to say that because they've already had such a great start and scoring with such efficiency, but yeah. Crawford leading the number ones back out onto the field. Two receivers to the near side of the field, one to the far. Crawford sends a man in motion, pitched it outside. It's Tavion Wilson with the ball. He cuts inside, has a few blockers, and he's making his way to the end zone, runs over a defender. He's in. 31-yard touchdown for Tavion Wilson, his first of the season. I'm telling you what, it looks like man against boys. And, and I'm not disparaging the South Charleston kids, but, you know, with this mostly freshman, sophomore-laden team, uh, they are really struggling against a team that has the talent, the size, and especially the speed of this Huntington team. That's the, what you used to expect out of South Charleston, teams that could fly right. just like this. Yep. I back out for the extra point. Snap is good. The kick is up, and it is good. I.I. remains perfect on the night, and Huntington leads 49-0 with four minutes and 18 seconds left in the first quarter. We're going to step aside for another short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. High school. Football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Like us on Facebook. Just search ESPN Radio 94.1 FM and AM 930. Four minutes and 18 seconds left in the first quarter here at Black Eagles Stadium. Huntington leads 49-0. to It's been a record first quarter for Huntington High, just adding another score, a one-play drive for the Highlanders. And with all of this offense, Woody, Huntington hasn't even had possession of the ball for a full minute. It's unbelievable. They have scored 49 points in 11 seconds, or 49 seconds of possession. 49 seconds of possession, 50 points, 50 seconds. I mean, can you believe that? I've never seen anything like it. I honestly don't even remember in junior high right. seeing anything like it. And, and the worst thing is, on the last play, zero who is a very important player for them, Trey Hayes, the cornerback, was hurt. He's being helped off the field. And, you know, he's a corner, and he's their punter. Returner as well. So Gabe Brown back to return for the Black Eagles. Catches the ball just inside the five-yard line. Has some decent blocking. Makes his way past the 25. Finally brought down at the 26. And coming up with the ball was number 23, 
Malachi Brown, the referee, said no. He was down. I'm not <laughs> sure he was. So the Black Eagles will start this possession on their own 26-yard line. Both teams back out onto the field. South Charleston just looking for something to be positive about. They've had a couple of good runs by Jaden Green, but yep. not much else working so far tonight. Six carries for 33 yards. That's, uh, that's pretty good work. Yeah, you'll take that. Green still in at running back to the right of starting quarterback Jacob Wilson. Wilson sends a man in motion, hands the ball off. It's McConaughey with the ball running to the near side of the field. Picks up maybe a half yard. Brought down quickly by the Highlander defense. Uh, Mark Steen with another tackle coming up from the nickel position. And uh, also Aries Walker, a senior linebacker, was in on that stop. In a favorable spot, so they'll give him a yard on the carry. That brings up second and nine. Two receivers to the far side of the field, one to the near side. Shotgun set for the Black Eagles. McConaughey in motion again, this time faking the handoff to him and giving it to Green. Green fighting off a few defenders, brought down for a loss. However, some laundry on the field. 20 and 70. Uh, again, Miller and Boren team up to make the stop. He ran through the tackle of Caillou Jackson, and Jackson was like, no, I'm catching that Powell, and he <laughs> hit the Powell, and it helped push him down there. Looks like it might be against Huntington. The Highlanders backing up, and it is a face mask on the defense. Will still be second down. Three minutes and 20 seconds remain in this first quarter of play. It's now second and four for the Black Eagles. Offense set. Wilson sends McConaughey in motion again. And ball he loses lost. the ball. There's a scramble for the ball. I believe Wilson was able to get back on it. It just came off of his hand. It wasn't a hit. No, uh, you know, Landon Miller was coming on a uh, linebacker blitz, but he didn't hit him. He just lost it, lost it all the way back. A team loss, we'll call it all the way back to the 24. So a seven-yard loss on the play brings up third and long. He was lucky to be able to fall on it because Miller was looking for the scoop and score the minute the ball hit the turf. Black Eagles offense slowly getting set up. Clock's down to two, one. McConaughey sent in motion again this time. He receives the jet sweep handoff, and he is hit hard and brought down by a few Highlander defenders. Mikey Johnson in there. First, first guy there, he fought off the blocker really nicely, and then he got some help from Bryce Winkfield, who came from behind and helped put him away. So that will bring up fourth down, fourth and 12 Bryce for the Black a, Eagles. Bryce had a nice uh, game in, in relief last week. He had four tackles, including a tackle for loss. And that's what they get here. So now a new return man back 
for the Highlanders. I think it's Reese back is back to return. 17 is back there, I believe, is Andre Reese. One yeah. minute and 20 seconds left in the quarter, but it will stop right there as the Black Eagles forced to request another timeout. You know, it really doesn't matter too, too much with the score already being lopsided, but, you know, most of the times when you're already at fourth down, maybe maybe take the five-yard penalty and because you're going to punt anyway. Sure. And now the Black Eagles with just one timeout left. So it's fourth and 12 at the 23. It's been a long half. I, I mean. Well, a long quarter. I, you know, we've called a lot of games, but Huntington scored 42 last week in four quarters. Yep. You know, they had, tw- they had 14 and 14 and seven and seven as the second and third teams got it into the end zone. But, wow, I'm, I can't ever remember a game like that. One time, Winfield went to Guyon Valley, and it went along this sign. Uh, young shirt singer running back, you never forget that name. He really tore it up that night. But that was junior high. I, I just happened to go with him. My brothers were junior high managers, and I went to chat, chart the game because the statistician couldn't get off. It was like a Thursday evening game. Usually, mm-hmm. junior high was afternoon, but it was Thursday evening, and uh, – Sure enough, they ran over Guyon Valley like this, but I, I don't believe I've ever seen this on a high school level. I guess maybe Martinsburg and some of their championships. Yeah, yep. Including a couple of years ago against the Huntington team. <laughs> hey, bud, the Highlanders got their revenge last season. That's right. So one piece of good news to point out for the Black Eagles, Trey Hayes back out onto the field. That is good news. Chest high snap, punts the ball down the field. High kick that bounces short of midfield. Reese scoops up the ball, changes directions, now headed to the far side of the field, picks up some more blockers. Oh, great blocking by the Highlanders. Reese with one man to beat, and he is brought down. I think this was going to come back. There was a flag around the 45-yard line, but he took it on a bounce at about the 48. Backtrack, caught up with the blockers, and got all the way down inside the 10-yard line, down to about the eight-yard line, I think, and player down again for South Charleston is zero, their punter, Trey Haynes. Yeah, certainly hate to see that was just down on the field a few minutes ago and got back into the game, hoping that he was feeling well, but evidently dealing with some type of injury as a few members of the training staff jog across the field to attend to him. You know, where the flag is, is back about the 45 it might have been as Reese was backtracking. Number 17 was trying to make the tackle. Mason Walton. And the penalty is a face mask on the Black Eagles. You would have thought a hold couldn't have come there because it was only Reese backtracking. As I was sitting here thinking about it while they're attending to the youngster on the far side, he's clear over at about the seven-yard line on the far side for South Charleston. Again, Trey Hayes is a corner and a punter. So he's doing a lot out there. I, it, I mean, they kind of look like it's cramps, but that's the second time. It might be time. Maybe they can't save down. They may not. Yeah. I, you know, I know they've got the female kicker who's kicking tonight. I don't know if she's ever punted, but as it turns out, it is a 47-yard return. 
by the youngster for the uh, Highlanders, and that is uh, Andreas Reese. And with a great return like that, I, I think he's earned himself another look. Yeah, that's for sure. And would, you know, have to mention, we'd be remiss not to mention this, what a job by the Huntington blockers tonight on the return teams. I mean, just absolutely setting up Wayne Harris a few times. Yeah, he, he did a great job on the, in the open field making a few men miss. But once he dodged a few initial guys, I mean, it, it was wide open grass to the end zone. And they were kicking away. You know, they've been, they've been kicking with a little rugby-style kick. And that wasn't a bad kick at all. I mean, he, he hit that one, got it uh, – 29 yards on the punt, probably his best effort of the night, uh, did. And, and you know, then he makes the tackle over there and, and goes down again, hoping maybe they can get an IV in him with the trainers, you know, get some fluids in him quickly that way. But uh, it, it's just he doesn't get much rest. The offense has been yep. going in and out, one, two, three, and, and he's back on the field playing defense and playing special teams. Yeah, he's pretty much had to, you know, run out there, punt, try to, try to cover somebody, then go back there, return the ball. And luckily, though, he is back up onto his feet. A noticeable limp as he walks off the field. So yeah. We'll just have to hope the best for him. So like I say, I, I hope he can stay out of the game for a while because, I mean, quite quite honestly, he didn't get much of a rest before. And it's gallant for kids to try to come back, but it's also very hard on their bodies. Yep. And still, you know, very early in the season not not too bad of weather tonight no. but you know easy to well have it was, issues it was like so hot you would have thought that pushing fluids wouldn't have been a problem today right because you know but you never know what kids do between three say noon and three mm -hmm. or four once the coaches have control of them they're pushing the fluids on them while they're sitting around getting ready for the game first and goal for the highlanders off back out onto the field and Huntington has a new quarterback in that's Jackson Hatfield Hatfield back to pass looks for the end zone and he's got a touchdown to Carmelo Sheffield another one play drive Woody it's unbelievable Sheffield's first score of the season not not a long one but he was wide open in the back of the end zone got behind the cornerback number six uh, Elijah Pendleton and uh, Pendleton just couldn't make up the ground as Sheffield was up in the far corner of that Black Eagle painted uh, end zone. So that stops the clock with 53 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington has 55 points. I.I. on for the PAT. Looking to remain perfect on the night. Snap is good. The kick is up, and it is good. 58 seconds of offense for the Highlanders, 56 points. And, you know, eight, a, a eight-second drive again. One play, five yards, eight seconds. I've, I've never seen anything. I, like I almost wouldn't believe this if I didn't see it. I, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, folks are out there listening. Maybe they got to the radio quick, and they're going, what? They started about, what, 6 o'clock? Yeah. Start early right and they're like no there's 53 seconds left in the first quarter of this ball game i wouldn't be surprised if we maybe see that running clock get turned on as, potentially as soon as, as the second quarter I, I i honestly think they should think about it for the second quarter yeah i agree 
special teams units back out onto the field. And I will say this about Huntington. They have covered better tonight on a kickoff yep. return. So that was something they were going to work on. As Billy said, he fired everybody on the kickoff team, <laughs> but about four players. Johnny I.I. didn't get fired because he had two tackles last week to save touchdowns. Oh, yeah, can't fire him. I.I.'s boot down the field, a strong kick. Gabe Brown catches the ball at the five-yard line. Running up the field, gets just past the 20 before he is brought down by the Highlanders. Down on the bottom of the pile, number 23 for Huntington is Malachi Brown. Number 83 is Antonio Pachel. So a 17-yard return out to the 22-yard line. Pachel, I believe. I've done that name before at Little League, so Pachel. <laughs> Had a little practice with yeah, that one. Yep. Black Eagles offense jogging back out onto the field. And one thing as well that we haven't mentioned a whole lot, Woody, yes, we've mentioned that they're younger players, and, you know, it, it can wear on you getting into front Friday night football for a, a while, you know, playing longer quarters, playing tougher competition, and, you know, s- some of the, the Black Eagles moving a little slow getting back out onto offense. Yep. First and 10, Wilson's pass complete to the short side of the field. He's able to connect with Caden Hackman. Jacob Wilson's pass. It's a short pickup if gaining any yardage. Well, no, the uh, yard marker finally moved forward a yard. Make it second and nine. The fans cheering the completion, as you heard. That was not a Bronx cheer. (laughs) That was a didn't our kids do good there. And they're going to let the clock run out. And finally, we will be in the second quarter. That will do it for the first quarter of play. Huntington High leads 56 to nothing over South Charleston. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! The Drive with Paul Swan, weekdays at 5. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Black Eagle Stadium for the start of the second quarter. Huntington with a big advantage, 56-0. Black Eagles on offense to start the quarter and immediate pressure on the senior quarterback, Jacob Wilson, able to get rid of the ball and get out of the sack. I thought he threw a sideways pass there backwards. You know, as he threw the ball backwards, 
it went out of bounds. It's probably going to be grounding the ball. The flag came in at the end of the play because there was no one yep. over there. I'm not sure that they didn't lose the yardies initially because he. And you're right on the money. Woody, intentional grounding called on the Black Eagles. And really, that, that was a tough play for Wilson. Immediate pressure on him was just trying to avoid the sack and so many Highlanders around him that was really hard to see where he was throwing the ball. So the ball goes half the distance and it will bring. So they lose five on the play, but that's in but addition from, from to the where, the, the where, where he threw the ball out of bounds. They were very deep back there. So I think they had the ball out of bounds and five more yards from where he threw the ball. And a bad snap. Wilson able to scoop the ball up off of the turf, hands it off to Green, who runs the near side of the field, brought down quickly. I believe he might have lost a yard on the carry. Yeah, Landon Miller, number 20, coming up quickly, and 23, Malachi Brown, who's in there. A lot of, we like to call them clean uniforms, but they're wearing white tonight. They <laughs> haven't gotten real dirty on the turf, no. and, and that ball is about the eight-yard line. So that will bring up fourth down. And Reese is back to return again for the Highlanders. Had an excellent return just a few minutes ago. So head coach Billy Seals giving him another opportunity. And it appears as though we have a new punter in the game. That's quarterback Jacob Wilson dropped back to punt. Okay. Or no, excuse me, it's eight, not nine. That is Cabot Taylor. And the ball scooped up by Reese. He runs forward and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. He caught the ball on a one hop. Looked like a shortstop making a play across the field. He grabbed it about the 29-yard line and headed to the end zone. He had two or three blockers. DeEdrick Graves buried a guy at the goal line along with, uh, I think, Malik McNeely might have been down there. And Well, Everything working tonight for the Highlanders. And a lot of things going wrong for the Black Eagles, but I think something that head coach Dustin Ressler is going to be especially looking at moving forward and noticed in game field this was an issue week one as well, special teams. That's been a big problem tonight. Well, when you're down to your backup, you know, as far as punting and whatnot, you can't go out and just say to the kids on Monday, all right, who else can kick, who else can punt? Yep. I guess you could. But I'm sure they've already asked that question. Because, you know, I mean, Hayes is trying hard, but his punts are nothing to write home about. And and he's probably the best kid they've got. Right. That's why he's out there. But my goodness, it's, uh, I, you know, like I say, I've still, I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. Huntington has scored 63 points and a half back two years ago. That was against Beckley in 2021. This is in about 13 minutes. And Spring Valley up early over Cabell Midland in the first quarter, 7-0 for the Timberwolves. And, wow, that, that's a little surprising, judging on how the week one games went for those two teams. Cabell Midland with a big 49-21 to win over George Washington, and Spring Valley lost to the Highlanders 42-7. to But Spring Valley, a team that always gets better yes. throughout the season. I.I. 
with another kickoff. Strong kickoff this time that is going to bounce into the end zone for the touchback. That's his second into the end zone tonight and third of the season. So that's good to see out of Johnny Ii. Not a lot of breeze here tonight. Uh, we've got an air conditioner uh, and a fan going on behind us, but they're not getting that kind of breeze. The flags couldn't be more still outside. Yeah, no, not moving at all. So that was all him on that kickoff. Excellent leg from I.I. and perfect with his extra points as well. Now they just reset. Okay. They had reset the clock to 12, and I thought, well, that's the last thing South Charleston <laughs> needs is a little more time for Honey to score again. So the clock now reset. It reads 10 minutes and 53 seconds left in the half. Black Eagles offense will start this drive on their own 20-yard line. Jacob Wilson, senior quarterback, back in there. Shotgun formation for the Black Eagles. Two receivers to the far side of the field, but it'll be a run. Jaden Green gets the handoff and is swallowed up immediately, brought down for a loss. Number 23 again, Malachi Brown. Just a young player for this team. I believe he's a freshman. So two-yard loss. That'll bring up second and 12. The, the offensive line up front is juniors and uh, at the uh, left guard, right guard, and the right tackle. But they have freshmen at center and at the left tackle. Yeah, a lot of inexperience up front, but great size as well. So once these guys get some experience, as Wilson throws one down the field, it's going to come up short of his intended receiver, was trying to connect with Elijah Pendleton. He did a great job of playing defense on Wiz, uh, number one for Huntington. Khalif Ty was ready to go get it. I thought they might throw a flag on the offensive pass interference because he was wrapped around even like a cobra on a tree and uh <laughs> so with the incomplete pass that brings up third and 12 substitution made for the black eagles lincoln mcconaughey checks in Jaden green exits you know mcconaughey played the lincoln lawyer so now <laughs> got lincoln mcconaughey and a timeout has been requested by the Black Eagles. That is their third and final of the first half. Well, third and 12 here, so, you know. I did notice that time they, they stacked the backfield. They put Caden Hackman back there along with 22. Jaden Green trying to protect the quarterback a little right. bit because they were going for the bomb. But that might be a good idea for him the rest of the season because – you know, some of these kids, being young is one thing, but, you know, Watts is 6'6", 280. Uh, the center is 6'2", 280. The, the 5'9", 285 uh, at the left guard, that's a little bit big for that position. And then 6'5", 280 at the right tackle. So, you know, they've got some size there, but I believe, again, as it is for Huntington running the patterns, Huntington's front people are faster yep. than South Charleston's. And if they can get that first step to get by them into the backfield, they create a lot of problems for Jacob Wilson, who's running for his life back there. He was 5 of 15 last week for three yards. Both teams 
back out on the field for this third and 12. Running back to each of Wilson's left and right. His pass falls incomplete, a little ahead of his intended receiver, Elijah Pendleton. Well, and number 11, Tavion Wilson, ran into number one, Khalif Ty. They tripped over each other. Tavion got a hand on the ball, but he couldn't pull it in. So they create the fourth down they wanted, but uh, Tavion was thinking he was going to the end zone and tripped over with his leg. Punting unit back out for the Black Eagles, and Trey Hayes still not in the game. Yeah. have to imagine we... Might not see him for the rest of the night going down twice. Yeah, he's over here stretching right now, just trying to stretch it back out. But Taylor in the game to punt. High snap, and the kick is short and quickly goes out of bounds. Yeah, that ball went out of bounds around the 25-yard line. So that's a seven-yard punt. Yeah, tough going for the Black Eagles Special teams unit so far tonight. That continues with another short punt, and Huntington's offense set up with great field position once again. Well, you know, you've got a, t- a tough start for these kids, and, and, you know, I'm looking at the sidelines. They're not really hanging their heads. I mean, they, they've kind of been through this thing before, and uh, hopefully, you know, they'll hang hang in there and uh, – you know, like we said, the second half of the schedule might be more conducive to winning than this first half schedule is. First and 10 for the Highlanders. Jackson Hatfield still in the game at quarterback. However, penalty flags fly before this first and 10 play can get going. It's a false start on the Highlanders. That'll back them up five yards, make it first and 15. Tavion Chandler out here at the wideout must have started a little bit early. Five-yard penalty put on his head, so. I, You know, it's, we hear some guys call out those numbers like that, but not everybody does. No. So I, I know they're supposed to, but it's something new, fairly new for the high school officials to be doing. First and 15, Hatfield pitches the ball to the outside. It's Mikey Johnson. Great blocking in front of him. Oh, and a tremendous cutback. He's in the end zone untouched. The highest scoring half in Highlander football history. 69 points already. Nine minutes and 41 seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, You know, it was a great push to the right, and that's where they've been scoring their touchdowns is over on the right side of the field. But he saw the cutback, like you said, inside, and there wasn't a South Charleston player within 15 yards of him as he cruised into the end zone. And Mikey Johnson fitting right in on his first year with the team, a tremendous basketball player. I enjoyed calling a few of his games last year, throwing down dunks. Knew he was a great athlete, and it's translating onto the football field. I, you know, if you plays like that, you get some film out. You never know. The football coaches might be taking a hard look at bringing him in. That's a great. He's, he's such a good athlete. Yep, can do a little bit of everything. I.I.'s extra point is up and good. Huntington leads by 70. We'll keep it here. So we have just a moment or so before the next kickoff. The Black Eagles return team quickly out onto the field. I don't know what you do here. I mean, do, you know, you had one play, again, 30 yards, and it only took 11 seconds. And that's because he cut back. Yep. You know. But 
I don't know what Billy could do. He doesn't want to take a knee. No. He's got Jackson Hatfield in there. We got a ton of kids that were having to look at the rosters. Yeah. Because they didn't play last week, some of them. And I don't know what you do here. I mean, you don't want to bury anybody deep in the ground. But I mean, it's realistic for the Highlanders to score 100 points in this half. No, that if they want to, I think they surely can. I, that's unbelievable. I, I lining up the kickoff. As the ball set at the 40-yard line. Swings the right foot and boots the ball down the field. And the returner immediately limping Brown. And he caught or he asked for a fair catch at the one-yard line. He, he, he cramped up and he shouldn't have touched the ball. But he wanted to make sure he fielded it so right. it doesn't lay around and get it. But he, he went into a cramp. Now now one of the officials are helping him get off the field. Oh, goodness. And he fell into the end zone, but they're marking the ball at the one-yard line. So backed up 99 and a half yards for South Charleston. And he is in some pain, not putting any pressure on either leg on the way off the field. No, he was hopping. He was really in a lot of pain there. So... 99 yards to go for the Black Eagles offense. You know that the defenders are in there for Huntington. They're thinking safety. Or potentially a defensive touchdown. Yeah, possibly. Whistles blown. Waiting the call. I don't see any flags or... Ah, Okay. The uh, injured player still in the team box, so the officials wanting to get him a little further away from the field of play before things resume. I agree with that. I know what their intention is. It's to make sure that a sweep or something doesn't sweep right into him and make his injury yeah. worse. And the bad thing was, it's kind of a far side call. So both teams still waiting as Brown finally able to get Onto his feet. Don't forget, after the game, you can check on the other scores uh, around the area. Some really good games tonight. Fairland and Ironton, both of them 2-0. and And here we're live again. And the Black Eagles trying to get out of their own end zone. Huntington swarming the ball quickly. Had a hard time even identifying the ball carrier, but I believe he was able to make his way out of the end zone. It's going to be marked down at the one-yard line. 23, Malachi Brown, and 20, Landon Miller in there quickly. He might have lost uh, uh, an inch. As much as he could. Yeah. And you looking, have to give him a zero rush there. Still second and 10 at the one. And looking closer in, I believe that the Black Eagles have also made a change at quarterback. I'm, I'm not seeing Wilson. Yeah, it, it's it's a backup quarterback is in the game, according to the PA next door. Number one, Caden Hackman. Hackman is brought down in the end zone. Safety for the Highlanders. Did you see who got the sack? I'm sorry. I was uh, trying to see who the quarterback was, and then he went down. It was tough to tell so many bodies close together, but 
Our spotter and statistician, Jimmy Morgan, believes that it is number 56, Tavian Kennedy. Well, that's a nice play for Tavian Kennedy and uh, first safety of the season. He's a senior, 6'2", 220, playing on that defensive line. Yeah, got to love that for him. Big play. Yep. Gets a couple of points and adds to Huntington's advantage. Now 72 to nothing. And, of course, now they've got to punt the free kick coming for South Charleston. And their punter has been hurt. He's had the same problems that uh, the other player went down with. Trying to stretch out. Yeah, a couple players already injured for South Charleston. And this team doesn't have a ton of depth. Not a lot of players on that sideline. About 40 kids came out was what it said in the preview uh, that came out last week in the Herald-Dispatch and the Charleston uh, Gazette-Mail. And so they don't have a lot of depth, and they've given up 65 points in a half last week, 72 points in the first half this week. Yeah, certainly a discouraging start to the season for the Black Eagles, but all you can do is... Put your head down, keep fighting, and you know, hope that being battle-tested early on helps you in the long run. Okay, and we're going. Looks like number 13, the young lady, Izzy, coming in. Izzy Marino, real name's Isabella. Everyone calls her Izzy. She's a senior here. She's hoping to score a point. I'm not sure that she thought she'd be called on the punt in this game. <laughs> And she is a tremendous athlete. We were talking with someone in the booth. She's the starting goalie for the soccer team. She plays softball as well, trying football as well. Excited to see this kickoff from her. Well, she's got a good GPA. There should be some colleagues out there looking for somebody that can do it all. They've only got 10 people on the field. Marino's kick takes a good hop, is scooped up by Khalif Ty. In Black Eagles territory, though, he quickly takes a knee. Yeah, it looked like uh, they'd had words from the head coach. Billy Seals must have said, hey, Call let's, off the let's let the offense work a whole <laughs> half the field. Let's take a knee at the 49. So not not a bad it, kickoff no, for Marino. And rugby style kickoff, but it did the job. Yeah. Huntington's offense. Back out onto the field. We'll start this drive in Black Eagles territory. 49 yards to go to reach Paydirt. This is no doubt the furthest away they've been for a long time in this game. Hatfield still in it. QB drops back to pass. Throwing the ball to the far side of the field. It's Dean with the reception. Runs in and out between a few defenders, gets a first down and more. Finally brought down at the 36-yard line, 13-yard gain. Number two coming up with the tackle. That's Kate, or excuse me, that's Lincoln McConaughey who made the tackle. Good pitch and catch, though, from Hatfield to uh, Dean. We talked about him earlier, Junior, who has been added to this team. They just got stronger in every position, it seems like. That's what happens when you win like Huntington did last year. More than 70 players came out this year. Everybody comes back, and more players want to play. Hatfield with a short pass to the near side of the field. It's Chandler with the catch. Cuts back to the middle of the field. 
running all the way to the far side, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. Tavian Chandler with his first catch of the year. A 36-yard catch and run. Huntington now has 78 points. I.I. running out for the extra point. I know that I.I. missed pretty much the worst game he could have last yes. year where there were uh, 10 extra points made by Tavion Wilson, and he might be able to catch up to that tonight. He's got to be getting in the ballpark here already. His extra point is up, and it is good. With seven minutes and 55 seconds left in the first half, Huntington leads 79-0. to zero. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out to Black Eagle Stadium. Just about midway through the second quarter. Huntington with a big lead, 79-0. to A few more backups into the game. Tavion Wilson in to do the kickoff duties. And a great result for him. He gets a touchback. Yeah, Tavion Wilson saw his record tied by... Uh, Johnny II, 10 extra points made in a game. He did that last year against Beckley when II uh, set out because of an injury he had in soccer. And uh, so now they're tied in the record. But this sets a new record, though, for Huntington. My first year in 2013, they scored 77 points at Ripley. And I was looking at that stat this week, and I was like, wow, boy, that would be really hard to do in today's game. I guess not as hard as I thought. Oh, the ball's and loose. Bad snap for the Black Eagles, but a... Great job by Hackman to turn around, reverse course, and dive on the loose ball. However, a big loss on first down, a loss of nine yards. Yeah, Hackman did did the right thing. It was just a bad snap by the uh, quarterback or the center all the way back, well, to about the 13-yard line or 11. the 11. Back to the 11, so a loss of nine. Second and 19. Hackman gets a shotgun snap, rolls to his right. It's a quarterback-designed run. He is able to get a short pickup, pushes forward for just about a yard. 54, Braxton Mount, and 56, Tavian Kennedy make the stop. So that will bring up third and 18. Starting quarterback, Jacob Wilson, out of the game. Not much was going for the offense, so, you know, you'd be insane not to change anything. Hackman getting a few cracks now. Another snap loose for a moment, but Green able to corral the ball in and run forward for another short pickup. Kennedy again also got some help from number 26 on the play, Marcus Henderson. Uh... The ball hit off of Hackman's hand. The snap was not good again, but fortunately for them, it went straight to Green, who was standing just to the right, and he was able to take the ball and go ahead a bit. Yeah, great reactions by Jaden Green, and another junior back. Another Black Eagle is down on the far side. And I believe that was Green, and he, he really has been their, their most effective offensive weapon this evening. Yep, no doubt. Yeah, he's rushed for nearly 40 yards, and, and, I mean, that's about it for this team. They, You know, there's some things like bad snaps and, 
uh, illegal grounding and, and that have taken more yards away. But, and, you know, a lot of it's been hard tackling by Huntington. When you get five, six guys are closing in on the back every mm-hmm. time he's going down, that's a lot of bodies landing on you. Every, every one of these guys is in the 170 to 250 range. But you get Kennedy falls on you back-to-back. You know, he's a 220, 230 guy. And it's just very hard on the player to constantly be doing that. And some of these guys have to flip and get right back out there because Green, Baskin, Seagraves, they're the linebackers. You get hit on every play on that side of the ball, too. Yeah, one of my Little League coaches used to say, everybody wants to be a running back until you get tackled a few good times. Yep, that's right. That's a good call by the coach. Punting unit onto the field for the Black Eagles, and their starting punter, Trey Hayes, is back into the game, so that is some good news. Really struggling those few kicks without him. I think they've only got 10 men on the field again. Now quickly coming back in is Caden Hackman, the quarterback, who forgot he was the up man on the punt. Black Eagles punt team now set, ready to go. Looked like they were trying to draw the yeah. Highlanders offside, but it didn't work. Going with the hard count. Finally, the snap back to Hayes. A chest-high snap. Takes a step to his right, punts the ball down the field, and another short kick. Ball lands inside the 30, inside the 20. No, right at the 25-yard line. So just a nine-yard punt. And, and, you know, this is exactly what the problem is. Think of all the new players are on the field for Huntington. Same guys. They're doing the punt team. They're yep. doing the kick return team. They're doing offense. They're doing defense. There's not that many guys just playing one way. So a few more fresh players looking to get their Chance to put their marks on this game. Similar offensive set to the last possession. Still have backup quarterback Jackson Hatfield in. Tavion Wilson in at wide receiver. Andres Reese. Running back now is 24, Kenny Smith. Hatfield sends a man in motion. That's Reese. Fumble. Hands the ball off or tries to, and the ball is lost in the process. South Charleston came up with it. So South Charleston able to come up with a turnover. Something big, big number 51, uh, Jotun Ambergy, one of those junior starters on the line. He came up with the ball, just a muffed handoff between yep. Hatfield and Smith. I don't know who was supposed to be where, but he never got the ball in in the hands so a uh and you know that right there would just kind of shows why games like this situations like this can be important you want to get your backup quarterback comfortable and hopefully can you know limit mistakes like that first and 10 for south charleston well this is a good thing for south charleston to get the ball back Get a chance to maybe get a drive out near the 25-yard line. Hackman, back to pass. Completes it to the far side of the field. Able to connect with Aiden Seagraves, the six-foot-four senior. 
Now, that is really the perfect size that you would want for your receiver. Six foot four frame for the senior, C. Graves. He's all the way up to the 35 yard line, so make that an eight yard gain at second and two. Substitution made by the Black Eagles as Hayden Short checks into the game. Hackman takes the snap, rolls to his right. He's going to take off with it, runs forward for about a yard and hit hard. That was number 24 trying to make up for the fumble. Kenny Smith laid the lumber that time on the quarterback who looked like he had a sure first down, but uh, Smith drops him down for two at the 35. So third and short for the Black Eagles. Third and a long one. Looking for a first down to try and build up some momentum, but Hackman has shown, you know, some burst in at quarterback. Certainly a different look for the Huntington defense. Third and short, Hackman back to pass. Lost one near the near side of the field. Pass incomplete, but penalty marker down. Yeah, you know, they're going to call interference on number 17, Andreas Reese. And he had a hold like, like a hug on the receiver who was trying to play the ball. And... I don't know that he interfered because it was a big, strong kid was trying to shake free. Let's see what the call is. It is pass interference on the Highlanders. Penalty coming on Reese. It's a 15-yard penalty. So that will move the ball into Highlander territory. And it gives these, these fans something to cheer about. They're on the other side of the 50 for the first time in the game. With the first down in Huntington Territory at the 48. First and 10 for the Black Eagles. Hackman tries Double. to take the snap. Another bad shotgun snap. And that ball bounced right back to him before number 81 for Huntington, who we do not have on our current roster, was able to jump on him. So the Black Eagles able to quickly cover up the ball. However, they lose some yardage. In the process, six yards against the team on that. Let's make it second and 16. Low snap again, ball on the turf. And when Hackman scooped it up, his knee was down. So play whistle dead. And another loss of about, I think that was six yards again, Woody. Yes, it was. Yeah, it's third down and 22. So after you cross midfield, and get the ball at the Huntington 48. You're all the way back now to the South Charleston 40. So third and a $10 cab ride now for <laughs> the Black Eagles. Number 81, we'll have to try to find out from our coaches when they come down, maybe who that player is. Snap back to Hatman. Hackman, better this time. He rolls to his right, running hard, able to pick up a few yards, but not near enough to get the first down. That'll bring up fourth down. A four-yard pickup. He ran really well on that play, and he's tackled by number 23, who has made a bunch of plays in this game, Malachi Brown. He's going to catch the eye of the coaches, I think, when they look at this film. So fourth down and gain six on the play, fourth and 16. About up to the 45-yard line, nearly 
So make it a five, five-yard gain. Offense stays on the field for fourth down. Another bad snap. Hackman have to scoop oh. it up off the ground, and the ball is intercepted. 54 coming up with the ball for Huntington. That's Braxton Mount. An interception for the sophomore. He will certainly remember that for a long time. Big hit on the quarterback on the far side. I was trying to see who that was, and that wounded duck uh, that came off his hand as he was hit. Hackman really had... Uh, did a good job to just get, he thought, get rid of it. But when the hit came, it kind of fluttered in the air. And I'm telling you, if you're wearing number 50 or 60 or 70 and you get a chance to run with the ball, oh, heck you're yeah, like man. a wild man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is every big man's dream to get the ball in the open field. So good for Braxton Mount. The sophomore picks up the interception and... Gives the Huntington offense good field position. Two-minute warning here as we have two minutes left in a 79-0 first half for Huntington. Halffield still in at quarterback, hands the ball off. It's Winkfield with the carry, running to the right side of the line. Picks up a blocker. He's inside the 20, finally brought down. He's brought down. See, one official marking him at the five, the other marking him down outside of the 10. I believe he was brought down at the 11-yard line. Number 14, Dwayne Ruffin, was at the bottom of the pile, and he kind of gets up gingerly. I wasn't sure whether it was cramps or whether somebody fell on him wrong because as many of his players were in there yeah. as they were. But Winkfield played really well last week, I thought, and uh, he's a, he's back in the future for this team, just sophomore. Last week he had two carries for nine yards. So the ball officially marked at the 12-yard line. That's where it'll be first and 10 for the Highlanders. Bad snap again, this time over Hatfield's head. He scoops it up, still has his eyes down the field, connects with Wilson behind the line of scrimmage. He shrugs a defender off, and he's in the end zone. Just everything going Huntington's way. <laughs> Well, and, and, and even more open already in the end zone was number 19, Dante Newsom, who was waving, going, please, please. <laughs> but with the way Jackson was turning and running, right. he, the only guy he could get it to was number 11. Wilson was a little closer to him, and that makes the score pending the kick. From Who's going to kick it now since Johnny I.I. now has the record? And it is going to be Wilson who says, Coach, coach, you can't get anymore. <laughs> Let he me rest. Wilson on to try and make it 86 points for the Highlanders. Snap is good. Kick is up. And it is good. With 54 seconds left in the first half, Huntington leads 86 to nothing. Well, you know, I don't know how you describe this game, except that everything worked tonight. Yep. Special teams, offense, defense, the, the little things in the game, playing the ball putting pressure, taking the ball away from the other team. And I, I feel, I mean, it's tough to watch these kids from South Charleston because really there's no quit. Oh, no. I haven't seen anybody quit. I see the coaches pat guys on the head saying, hey, okay, you you got after him, and then they got the ball loose. So yep. now we got a new kickoff guy. Malik McNeely is going to get a shot huh. at kicking off. I'm sure this will be fun for the senior. Yep. I'm not sure if he's he's ever had a kickoff before. I, I don't believe he had any uh, last season. No, I don't remember anything last year for him. So, 
kind of interesting. I mean, guys mess around with that sometimes out of practice, and occasionally you get a game like this where you say, yeah, what the heck, let's, <laughs> let's see what our emergency kicker looks like. He might have kicked once last year, come to think of it. A squib-type kickoff this time that is picked up by the Black Eagles. Elijah Pendleton makes a few nice moves. Runs to the near side of the field. Really nice return by Pendleton. Makes his way out to the 32-yard line. And a really good tackle by Andreas Reese because he would have been gone maybe. They might have run him down, but there was nobody down this right side. They kind of collapsed once he got a hold. Once Reese got a hold of him, and he brings him down after about a 13-yard return. And the officials moving the ball up. An extra yard ball now placed at the 33-yard line. 44 seconds left in the half. South Charleston looks to see if its offense can't get something done in a hurry. Hackman still in at quarterback. And he's done a fairly good job while he's in there. I think he's actually played pretty hard. Made a couple good plays. And he will just knee the ball down on first and 10. And honestly, he had to catch. It was another bad snap. You know, like we said, it's a freshman, Lincoln Johnson, at the the center position. And what do you you going to do so don't need to snap it here uh it's under the clock now the game clock and the play clock so that's going to be we got to take a long breath here i'm yeah. about out of oxygen <laughs> i think that will do it for the first half of play huntington with a record first half scoring 86 points and not giving up any it's 86 to nothing here at black eagle stadium we're going to step aside for a short break you're listening to huntington high school football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! Welcome back out to Black Eagle Stadium where it is halftime in this high school football matchup. I'm Christian Palmer, welcome alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, this has got to be the most lopsided half I have ever seen. Huntington leading 86 to nothing here at halftime. Well, the only game I could think that went like this was the dreaded uh, fake school up in Ohio there a couple years ago that played IMG Academy. And I think it was along the lines of 86 to nothing by the end. 
but not at halftime. No. And this is unbelievable. I mean, it almost feels like a dream. Like you're going to wake up and go, wow, you guys won't believe what right. I dreamed about last night. <laughs> but uh, uh, it has been crazy. Huntington Band here performing, uh, doing a good job. So both bands uh, have a little competition too. I think South Charles probably has a better chance here. Yeah, may- maybe. Um, it-, it was just absolute dominance, everything going right for Huntington High able to score the 86 points when having the ball for just three minutes and one second. The offense being extremely efficient with its time. And folks, forgive us, we we lost track of one or two of of the 12 touchdowns. But uh, we'll we'll give you the, the best recap that we have. And Woody, it all started off right in the first play of the game. Kickoff to Wayne Harris. Takes it all the way down the field, 70-yard touchdown, kick return. And then shortly after, he added one with a punt return. Yeah, absolutely. He had a 70-yard kickoff return, 78-yard punt return for touchdown. It's his 18th birthday. He's celebrating in high fashion. Plus, back up here, he knows a lot of folks here. He he played two seasons here and got, got his family, got some better job opportunities in Huntington. That's why they came back. But they'd actually gone to, to great school with most of these guys. So it wasn't like uh, Jamari Tubbs or Wayne Harris had to be reintroduced. No. Because all those players knew him. But it, he was new to us. And I I honestly, I said it during the first half. He, he's as good a player as I've seen in a, in an age. I mean, Fussy Flez back in the 70s, Mike Barber in the 80s, Troy Brown in the 90s, and guys that just never dropped the ball, made the big catch. Yep. But the thing about Wayne is he has such an instinct for catching it and then knowing which way to go. Oh, yeah. Left or right. And then he runs through tacklers sometimes, even though he's not the biggest guy on the field by far, just at 5'10", 175. But he is a return guy's dream. And some of the other scores from the first half, Malik McNeely picked up a 10-yard touchdown reception, his first touchdown reception of the season he also punted the ball down the field so getting to do a couple of fun things tonight Deedrick Graves added a touchdown a short touchdown run for the big power back Zaw Jackson had a 13 yard touchdown run Jamari Tubbs reeled in a 43 yard touchdown reception Tavion Wilson Received a pitch and had great blocking and great vision, running 31 yards for the score. Carmelo Sheffield also with a touchdown reception. <laughs> Those are about all the ones that I, I jotted down and could remember. You have any others, Woody? Oh, here? yeah. And then there's the uh, pass from Avante Crawford, who only played the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, for a touchdown, 43 yards. Tubbs also last time. He'll play here at South Charleston. Uh, next up was number 11. Tavion Wilson, as you said, with a 31-yard run with 418 to play in the first quarter. You know, it had already become a 49-0 game. Huntington gets the ball back again, uh, forces the punt, and Jackson Hatfield throws to number nine, uh, Sheffield. He makes his first touchdown catch of the year for five yards, and it is 56 to nothing. We move on, then uh, punt. And picked up by, I believe, number 12 for the the team, and that was uh, Hatfield. Had the ball, returned it to the end zone for a touchdown. 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to double check that. It was a punt return. So I'm not exactly sure who had that punt return, but we'll double check on that. It might have been 22 instead of Walter Williams, but I'm not sure who, because I'm telling you, I can't write as fast as they're scoring. <laughs> then there was the 30-yard run with 9.52 to play in the game. Huntington got the ball again, a one-yard play as number 13, Mikey Johnson, got it in the end zone with a touchdown. Then you had uh, Hatfield again. He throws a touchdown first of the year to Tavian Chandler for a <laughs> 36-yard touchdown. And that made Johnny Ayai 10 for 10 on kicking extra points. Another punt comes back to Huntington. And after a loose ball, uh, they get the ball back on an interception by number 54, Brand Braxton Mount. And Huntington sees a bad snap to, to Hatfield. He scoops it, flings it to Tavion Wilson. He runs it in, a 12-yard touchdown. And it is 86 to nothing. That's how we got to this point. And my goodness, what a first half of play. we got to step aside for a short break. And on the other side, Woody has an interview with tonight's birthday boy. The man of the night, Wayne Harris, comes up next here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back at halftime here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Highlanders taking on the South Charleston Black Eagles. And we're talking with a corner and a wide receiver for the team. And, you know, it's uh, it's a big deal tonight. First off, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. How old are you going to be? 18. 18. Wow. That was about... 100 years ago, I think, for me. But uh, it's also a big deal because you played a couple years at South Charleston. Come here. Your mother got a job in Huntington. You were able to come down and, and, you know, really add a lot. Rewrote the passing records last year. But uh, talk a little bit about going out there and and playing uh, playing on the Black Eagles field in a green uniform. Uh, You know, it'll it'll feel a little different playing on the field with a different uniform on, but it'll be good just to, you know, be on my old stepping grounds where I used to play at, you know. And I did good down there. You know, I know it's all love still, so just go down there and try to get a win. Yeah, I mean, because Mays at Hurricane now, some guys went with him, some guys went other places. It, it's been kind of tough for them. A 65 nothing loss last week at Morgantown. And, uh, you know, you, can, you can't worry about how they're playing, though. It, as Coach Steele says, it's about you guys playing. How, how did you feel about the first week? And uh, what did you like and what did you not like out of your own play? Um, you know, I feel like we could be more physical and more mental locked in. You know, I liked how everybody played with excitement, though, and was happy to get out there. But, you know, just fix the little things and, yeah, SC, you know, they struggling right now, but, you know, we can't take it easy on nobody, and we focusing on, you know, playing in December, so every week going to add up to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we had you just for one tackle on defense, but uh, you had four catches, 61 yards, almost 15 yards catch, two touchdowns, and then you and Zabo took a loss on the swings, but they were really trying to take away the 8-9 from you and that, that – they got after that a little bit. So I know you guys kind of went over the middle, went inside with the run game. 
Yeah, you know, we, we've got so many weapons this year, so it's going to be hard just to focus on, you know, guys like me and Zab. But, you know, we, me and Zab playmakers, so we're going to obviously make some plays, but we got other guys that can make big plays for us too. You know, this secondary, it's amazing. I mean, all you guys started last year except for Mikey Johnson, who fit right in. He had four tackles and two passes broken up uh, to end his first football game in quite a while. Uh, Khalif Ty, of course, and Zah Jackson. And then you, uh, you know, I thought that uh, Marcus Dean played pretty well. He had four tackles. And of course, he's new to the deal. You guys, as older players, you have to take those guys kind of under your wing, don't you? Uh, yeah, for sure. It just in practice, them watching us take reps and in game, you know, practice reps, we trust them to come in and get us. So in game, it's no it's no problem when we go and edit in practice and they're holding their own. So on Friday nights, I know they'll be good out there. Finally, I know you've made a commitment about going to football, but you still go take some visits coming up in December, hopefully? Uh, I don't know. I, I'll wait to see, but I can't stay right now. Can't say, been up there many times for games with the Golden Flashes, so I'm old enough to remember when Jack Lambert played there, so uh, back in the 70s. Uh, uh, back, back in the Mac, know a lot of those schools well. Uh, finally, uh, what are you uh, studying in school, and uh, what, what would you like to major in in college? Uh, physical therapy. So you're going to try to be an athletic trainer? Someone that takes care of people like me that keep getting banged up. Yeah, something like that. Sure. That should be good. I, I'd be in good hands there, that's for sure. And that's that's true of the football field or probably in the medical field. Wayne, we appreciate you taking some time. and Have a great second half, and uh, we hope you have a great season this year. Appreciate you. We'll be back. It's halftime between Huntington and South Charleston here on ESPN 94.1 FM, AM 9:30. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders!
Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back now to Black Eagles Stadium. I'm Christian Palmer. Welcome alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, it's the final segment of halftime, so we always run through the AAA scores. Go ahead and let our listeners know what they've got. Yeah, the Buchanan Upshers, the Buckups, they are leading Ripley at Ripley 20 to nothing. Tonight, Hedgesville is playing Keezer from AA, 19-7 Hedgesville with the lead there. Independence from AA also is winning at Oak Hill, 26-20. That game in the fourth quarter already must have been an early start. 86-0 Huntington over South Charleston. I'm sure people around the state are going, that's got to be wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I just got a text from Jason Toy, the Midland play-by-play. How did you score 86 points? <laughs> it, it, we're out of breath, and Jimmy Jimmy Morgan's out of scoring paper. <laughs> Number two, Martinsburg all over. Stonebridge from uh, Virginia, 41-7. to seven. That's also final. Hurricane beating Capitol at halftime, 63-65 to nothing. They're not even trying, are they? Uh, Morgantown had a good one with Bridgeport, 22-14 Morgantown. With the lead, our old buddy Dave Wilson up there. Cabell Midland was down 7 nothing early, but they've come back to take a 15-7 lead at halftime, also leading at halftime. Parkersburg South at University up in Morgantown, 44-20 at halftime. Double-A Bluefield is giving AAA Princeton all they want tonight in one of those rival games. The Tigers right now up on the Beavers, 13-6. Willing Park playing in Pennsylvania. Having no trouble tonight with Brashear, 49-8 in that game. It's also uh, Jefferson's play, Serrano in Virginia. A very good team, and Serrano gets the win, 34-28. In triple overtime as well. Wow, what a game that was. Uh, Musselman being beat by London Valley out of Virginia, 13-12 there in the fourth quarter. Spring Mills over to Panhandle. At Albert Gallatine for Pennsylvania, 14-0 Spring Mills. Last time they're going to meet tonight, and we got it over on 93.3 Cat Sports. It is the Blazers of Ashland, 23-21 over GW. GW, that would be two losses in a row if they uh, lose this game. That is Huntington's next opponent in two weeks. It is Brook at Indian Creek, Ohio. Brook, no problem right now. The uh, score is 28-7 is a final. John Marshall playing in the fourth quarter, hosting Union Local of Ohio. Uh, it's been a shootout. Union's up 32-25 in the fourth. Parkersburg, Riverside, don't have an update there. Nitro out of double A's at St. Albans, no update on the bridge battle. Then it is uh, finally Greenbrier East. Having a tussle with Woodrow Wilson in Bexley tonight, 35-26. It's Woodrow of Greenbrier East. Any other games you see there uh, as we get ready to kick off, I guess it's time to get back to our game. 86 nothing for those of you just coming in. And the coaches have agreed to a running clock for the entire second half and have condensed the quarters down to six minutes. Tavion Wilson to do the kickoff for the Highlanders to start the second half. After a few bounces, the kickoff rolls out of bounds the far side of the field. It's really 
been one of the only few miscues tonight. A couple of kickoffs yeah, out of his, bounds. His first kickoff was in the end zone, but this one is something he's got to work on. He's only a sophomore, and he's got unlimited potential. Yeah, he has really had a good night on offense, doing a great job, and just shows what an athlete he is. Such a great leg, making a few extra points, some touchbacks. Yeah, he can do anything. Play soccer. He, he, in middle school, he runs track. He plays baseball, which might be his best sport. Basketball. I mean, this guy is the four or five letter guy. Caden Hackman remains in at quarterback for the Black Eagles. And they're missing a player, I think, on the offensive line. Yep. Late to the party. He's number 61. Brandon Tuttle finally comes in and checks in. He's able to get set, and the Black Eagles snap the ball just in time. Running to the far side of the field, that's Noah Evans. Probably the best run of the night. Yeah, pretty good pickup on first down. 26, Marcus Henderson, his second tackle of the game. He is marked out of bounds at the 42-yard line. Picks up seven. Now the officials blowing their whistles. Oh, excuse me. A little miscommunication with the officials and everyone up here in the booth. They've uh, just now told us no rolling clock until the fourth quarter. All right. Oh, seven three, bad snap. Hackman runs backward, is able to scoop the ball up, but he is thrown down. Another big loss for the Black Eagles. These shotgun snaps are really killing him, Woody. Hard for me to think that they haven't tried to go under center yet. Yeah, And a flag is on the field down at the end of the play. And initial... Indication is that this is on Huntington High as the defense is backing up. It's a five-yard penalty on the Huntington High defense. Yeah, he had to sack, but he got a hold of the face mask on the way down, did Kennedy. So that gives South Charleston a first down. Ball now near midfield. On South Charleston's own 46. Cheated him out of the yard. Should have been at the 47. <laughs> this time, the snap going directly to the running back, Noah Evans, who shrugs the defender off. Tries to get through another. A nice tackle is made. Good wrap-up by the Highlander defense. Antonio Pascal. With the tackle. Yeah. A nice gain, though, by Evans. This is a much more even game. These are freshmen and sophomores, mostly for Huntington or, or seniors that haven't played a ton. And uh, they're in there trying to make themselves better players. But it was a nice game. And for the second time in the ball game, they're in the Huntington territory. An eight-yard pickup. That'll make it second and two. Four minutes to go. In the third quarter, Huntington leads 86 to nothing. Shotgun formation. 
Another bad snap. This time Evans is able to corral the ball, but he is tackled by half the Huntington defense. A host of Highlanders swarm him in the backfield. Well, number 10, I believe, was the first guy there. And uh, trying to figure out who that was, but uh, they were they had him pinned up, and then something happened during the tackle. And Huntington's defense backing up again, so a couple of flags going against the Highlanders' backup defense. And I believe that was another face mask penalty. And number 80, we don't have. That could be one of the freshmen that brought, you know, wasn't figuring on playing tonight, but maybe has got in. So another face mask. And another first down for the Black Eagles. First and 10, ball on Huntington's 31-yard line. That's two first downs. First time in the game they've done that too. Offense looking to capitalize on this. Hackman takes the snap, looks to pass, decides to tuck it and run. And has a pretty nice game. Bump fake there was really effective. Yeah, found some open space at the far side of the field. Finally brought it down at the 24-yard line. By number 23, Malachi Brown. Boy, we've called his name a lot tonight. Oh, yeah. Seven-yard pickup. That brings up second and three. Under three minutes to go in the third quarter. Not officially the... Running clock, but with South Charleston running the ball, that's kind of how it's worked out. Yep. A bad snap, and Hackman had to go down to a knee to grab the ball. So he is marked down in the backfield. And as we said, Lincoln Johnson, the center, just a freshman, 6'2", 280. You know, it's, it's hard to get down. You've got to have a good snap through your legs before you even think about blocking. And, and it's a really tough position. You're the guy that comes up, makes calls on the line. And when you're a freshman with all that responsibility, it leads to some bad snaps. You're thinking instead of just playing. Yep. Five-yard loss brings the ball back to the 29-yard line. Another fumble as McConaughey dropped it on a jet sweep but picked it back up, and he's running forward. Gets inside the 15, finally knocked out of bounds. Number 36 makes tackle. We don't have a number 36 on our roster. So a big run, though, as he got some nice blocking, maybe a little holding downfield. But, uh, hey, South Charleston's got one coming there, so they let it fly all the way to the 14. A 15-yard pickup and issues with the clock again as I believe we were just under two minutes to go in the quarter, and the game game clock now back at 12 minutes. Yeah, it should be at 154, the official just said. So first to 10 at 14. This has been a nice drive. Yeah, a couple of things. This is the going, eighth play of the drive. Yeah, a couple of things going their way with Huntington shooting themselves in the foot. But, hey, the Black Eagles looking for that first score of the season. They don't care how it happens. Hackman hands the ball off, but the ball hits the turf. It's a fumble, and Huntington has recovered the ball. 
Just looked as like, things were going right, Woody. Looked like number 53 maybe came up with the football. Another player we don't have on the roster, but another bad snap. I mean, he's a big, good-looking kid out there, 72. And, you know, he he's standing there kind of with his hands on his hips like, I could, you know, i got to quit doing that. But it, it's tough. They've played two unbeaten teams in the first two games. And that just doesn't lead to uh, the kind of ease you like to have. Certainly not. The Huntington offense now sets up shop on its own 20-yard line with one minute and 50 seconds left in the third quarter. Now, you know Huntington's first team was over there cheering on. Don't give up the shutout. And in at quarterback is Dante Newsom. Bit of a high snap. He jumps up. Catches the ball, tries to run to his left, is brought down near the line of scrimmage. Dante Newsom, a name familiar to herd fans and his son out there on the field. Tavion Wilson and the second generation kid as well. Picks up about a half yard on the play. Just over a minute to go in the third quarter. You are just now joining us. Condensed second half, both the third and fourth quarter will be just six minutes. Coaches agreeing to that at halftime. Second down, Newsom takes the snap, hands the ball off. It's Reese with the carry. My goodness, he is good in the open field. Makes yes, a few men miss. Gets the first down and not satisfied. Gets about five extra yards finally brought down. He's near a, the 35. He's a little bit shorter than Zah Jackson. And probably doesn't weigh, you know, I'm guessing he'd be 160 or so. But, yeah, he's got great quicks to the outside, a freshman. And already a punt return for a touchdown this evening. 16-yard pickup. Ball marked down at the 36-yard line. First to 10 for Huntington. They are trying to run the clock out now, hopefully as we are down to 20 seconds in the third quarter and then a running clock in the fourth. It appears as though time for one more play, but <laughs> they'll have to wait. Some Everybody early movement. but the center move. <laughs> Every single guy in a white jersey. <laughs> so that stops the game clock at 13 seconds. I'm not sure who the center is now. Uh, just got over the ball, 77. Doing the snapping is Jeremiah Lowell, the freshman. Huntington just able to get the snap off before the third quarter expires. Oh. It's Reese again with the ball. He's able to run to the 40-yard line, a four-yard pickup. And that's the final play of the third quarter. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. 
Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football. And remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back out to Black Eagles Stadium for the start of the fourth quarter. Huntington with a big advantage. The Highlanders lead 86-0. It's Huntington's ball. Second and six. Handoff goes to Number 26, that was Marcus Henderson, the sophomore, getting the carry. He's tackled by number four, a player. We don't have a number four either for South Charleston. I think they're getting some clean uniforms yeah. in there and giving them a little bit of a look. Yeah, everybody getting their chance to see some game action tonight, just about. Huntington so, going deep into its oh, yeah. offensive roster. I believe this is the third quarterback we've seen tonight. Yes, uh, Jimmy and I are going to see the JVs play South Charleston on Monday at 10 a.m. out at the stadium. If you got off Labor Day, come out and enjoy it. And Reese gets another Uh-oh. carry. Great blocking in front of him. He cuts to the outside. Inside the 40, finally pushed out of bounds near the 35-yard line into Black Eagles territory. I'll know these kids Monday because I'm promised to get a roster for the freshman <laughs> by then. But uh, what a great run that was by Reese again. Number 11, make good pursuit. Hung on for dear life until uh, he got some help down there. But Huntington now at the 35 and driving in. A 21-yard pickup for the Highlanders. And we, of course, have a running clock in the fourth quarter with this big advantage. Four minutes and 20 seconds remain in regulation. Trips receiver set to the near side of the field for the Highlanders. And this time it's going to be a quarterback keep for Newsom. He's got some space to the near side of the (laughs) field, but a nice tackle is made by Mason Walton. He tried to put the brakes on, and he just slipped. And that, that allowed Walton to get the legs and take him down, but he still picks up. A first down all the way down to the 25-yard line, a gain of 10 for Dante Newsom. It's just cool to say Dante Newsom. Yeah, it is. It's nice to have these kids back. You know, in Huntington, that's kind of the thing to do. I mean, Donovan Garrett's now a track like his dad. Roger was a football player. And, of course, Max Yates' son, Chad Pennington's son, they're all back yep. on the herd this year. Pedro. Yeah, Glenn Pedro. Absolutely. A first down for Huntington. First and 10 for the Highlanders. Newsom looks to pass, throwing the ball to the far side of the field, but pass falls short in front of his intended receiver, Malachi Brown. That that throwing motion didn't look real comfortable for Newsom there. I don't know if he came to play quarterback or just, you know, they looked at him and said, what do you think? Hey, <laughs> get in there. Try yeah, this yeah, out. I know. And they're going to see these same players on Monday because, you know, it'll be the freshmen and sophomores, guys that don't play. Right now, though, South Charleston is put in at the nose, number 75, Jamison Marble, who's 6'2", 390, and I believe that weight is legit. He is certainly eating up a few blockers. Fumble on the field, and the Black Eagles have the ball. Well, it looked like it stuck in Newsom's hand as he's trying to get it to Reese. 
And number 55, Johnny, on the spot was Jackson Slack with the fumble recovery. So that gives the South Charleston faithful something to cheer about. And now what they really want and need, Woody, would be a score. Haven't had one yep. yet. You're right. This season, 65 to nothing loss week one. Down big now. Really could use just one score, something to feel good about, put on tape. And they do have their timeouts. So they That's can use point. those on a running clock down to 2.30 already. Hackman is able to scoop the ball up. Another not-so-great snap. Yep. He is pushed out of bounds at the 40-yard line, six-yard gain. Brings up second and four. 83, Antonio Paschal makes the top. He did. He had to juggle it again, and uh, but he picks up six yards on the play. I, that's what I like. He, he, he doesn't let that fluster him. I mean, if he can get the ball under control, he goes ahead and runs the play. Yeah, Hackman, a uh, really good athlete. And, you know, Jacob Wilson, the starting quarterback, certainly had solid play there as well. But Hackman, I think, just a little faster. And with yeah. Huntington's great defensive line, he's given them you know, a little more boost. This time he has trouble with the snap. Has to change directions. Some good quick thinking. Able to dish the ball off to Hayden Short, who makes the reception. Lost some yards on the play, though. Believe that was a three-yard loss. 77 Lyles in on the stop on the loss. Back to the 36-yard line, loss of three. It was a good job of getting the ball under control. And even with a rusher in his face, he completed pass and only lost three. And if they'd have got him behind the 20, 25-yard line, it would have been a big, almost unattainable third down. Under a minute to go in regulation, McConaughey gets a jet sweep, runs to the far side of the field, and he is tripped up after a short game. McConaughey has run well all night. He's done a good job for them. Lincoln McConaughey, a uh, 5'10", 150-pound junior. Yeah, he has some great bursts to him. And, you know, we know we're broadcasting back to, to Huntington. A lot of people like the McConaughey name. So he's uh, certainly been a good player to watch yeah. this evening. 25 seconds on the clock. Time for one more play on fourth down. Hackman hands the ball off. It's Noah Evans. And he is swallowed up by the Huntington defense. One more great play by the Highlanders. Forces a turnover on downs. Yep, that time number 32, Joshua Rogers, a junior, who joined the team late. Hey, we should have some updated uh, on those guys as well. Also, number 32, uh, besides Joshua Brown, was. And that's the end of the game. So, Huntington, uh, another tough snap to handle for the quarterback and a sack by Huntington. That just about wraps up what went on here tonight. Your final score from Black Eagle Stadium, 86 to nothing in favor of the Highlanders. We're going to step aside for a short break, but stay tuned in as postgame is coming up next. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. 
full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute. Taking care of the herd. Taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. It's time for the Highlanders postgame report with a recap of tonight's action, including coaches' interviews and scores from across the tri-state on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back now to Black Eagle Stadium. One final time this evening, Huntington High with a dominant 86 to nothing win over South Charleston this evening. It started early and it happened off in Woody. Huntington's offense and special teams really just scoring at will. Yeah, you know, I mean, when, when you get a kickoff return for a touchdown and you're, you're uh, 11 seconds into the game, 70-yarder by Wayne Harris, who turned 18 today, as we talked about, and playing at South Charleston, where he started for two years. Uh, a fumble recovered by Landon Miller and uh, Avante Crawford. is number 10, Malik McNeely. For another touchdown, and we're sitting at 14 to nothing, with just you know less than 30 seconds have ticked off the clock, and it was just more and more and more. Huntington sets all kinds of records tonight for most points in a quarter, most points in a game ever, and that was by halftime. The coaches agreed, hey, two six-minute clocks, four-quarter clock will run, and it gave South Charleston a chance to have some success. And while they didn't get it into the end zone, they're going to remember the good plays that came oh, at yeah. the end, especially those younger players, and think, hey, Coach was right. When we got a chance against their younger guys, we moved the ball down the field some. It's, you know, they didn't get a score yet, but they, they are at least going to carry some confidence along. I mean, they, they've got no easy games uh, in this first half. they got Parkersburg coming in here next week, then Midland and GW on the road, Sp- Spring Valley, and finally get an open date. But, you know, hopefully they have some success against those teams in spots. And one of the things they got to work on is their center and the snap. Because probably at at least, I I, I didn't count it up for the game, but, I mean, there were probably more than two dozen. I was going to say 20-some maybe. Yeah, yeah. That, That either the quarterback had reached for, had to catch on a bounce, went over his head. The running back just caught it himself. Yeah, twice. We yeah. saw the ball tipped to the running back or he snapped to the running back. Yeah. I don't think that was play call. No. The quarterback was like, it, it where'd looked, it go? It looked good, but I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, so Huntington gets the win, and uh, now they've got two weeks to get ready for the next game when they host GW. That should be a fun night because the 2013 team is going to be there. Remember that great run they had all the way to the state championship game, fall to Martinsburg 9-7, but they, they keep their heads high. And, you know, I find this at Marshall through the years, getting there in the 70s, it was tough, and through the early 80s. And every success that happened to us was something we could build on. But nobody enjoyed the success of the late 80s, 90s, 2000s more than those guys that played during the 70s. It'd be the same for the team of 2013. They probably enjoyed that win in the championship as much or more than even the players. Players will recognize that down the road when they're older, but those older guys are going, man, it would have been nice to get one of those rings. Yep. But we're so proud of them. (laughs) 
We'll be back then September 15th, two weeks from today. Huntington's matchup at home against George Washington. That'll do it from Black Eagle Stadium. Huntington wins for the 15th straight game, an 86 to nothing victory. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And a quick thank yous to all of you listeners, our statistician and spotter, Jimmy Morgan. We want to thank our producer back in the studio, Kenny Sellards. And last but not least, I want to thank my color commentator, Woody. Always love calling a game with you, man. And we'll be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock along with Paul Swan and Billy Cornwell as we'll get you ready for the Thundering Herds opening game against the Great Danes of Albany. So we hope folks will come down and join us. We'll be over by gate day, and uh, we hope they'll come down and, and talk to us and say hi. And the Thunderwalk will be coming through there and all that during our show. So it should be a fun place to be, and we're looking forward to tomorrow's first game for Coach Huff and his Thundering Herd team. Yes, we are, and we hope to see all of you there. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great rest of your evening. Listening to Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game was brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group, Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, Pro Source, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant. For a high school game night with Fred Persinger following tonight's broadcast, this is ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, a service of Kendrick Communications.